Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran, where I talk all things mindset, motivation, and entrepreneurship. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner, all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to episode 49 of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the Love What You Do Collective events being held in Brisbane once a month for people who love what they do and want to connect with like-minded individuals who do the same. This month's event is on August 8th, which is a Wednesday night between 6.30 and 8.30. And we have a special guest by the name of Belinda Love. Belinda is a self-love and empowerment coach who you may recognize from Channel 10's The Bachelor from Maddie J's season. At this month's event, we'll be talking all things self-reflection, self-love and building resilience so you can keep getting back up when you get knocked down. These are key things when being successful in business and it's a great opportunity to connect with like-minded individuals where you can chat and have real conversations and connect with real people. They're beautiful events and I would love for you to, to attend one. If you can feel free to jump across to my website and the events tab and find more information where you can book your ticket or anywhere on social media. So anywhere on, on Facebook or Instagram, you'll find the links to the tickets as well. So today's episode, would you like to be able to find more time in your life, in your business, in your world? Would you be able to use that time for more effective and goal oriented tasks? You know, I used to 100% talk about being really effective with my time. I'd be a multitasker and a com- continuous action taker, a solution finder for any problem. And it's interesting when you work for somebody else, but then when you go on into business for yourself, it's really about being able to find the right ways to effectively use your time in a more productive way. Because when it comes to business, it's not about being paid for your time. It's about creating results and getting outcomes. So then you are being able to get paid for the results that you create. So today's episode is uncovering a little skill that can save you so much time and really being able to recognize when you need to use this skill because it is really a practice. So the skill is learning how to rest and not quit, learning how to recognize when you're quitting or when you're giving up on yourself rather than actually completely giving up and losing complete waste of time and trying to find your way back to where you were. So Today's episode is going to cover a couple of different things. One, procrastination. Two, how to really schedule downtime and breaks so then you're more productive. How to deal with burnout and how to prevent burnout. And how to recognize you're quitting. And it's a real um, process to this because it is fascinating when you do start to recognize you're quitting. Because sometimes it's so ingrained in you and it's so um, conditioned that you don't even realize that you're doing it. And when you start to recognize you're giving up signs, it is so helpful to be able to then turn your world around so then you can be so much more productive, recognizing when you're giving up on yourself and change the thoughts around it, change the action steps that you take around it so then you can eliminate the amount of time that you spend in the quitting phase. So what I mean by that is that we can get stuck in procrastination. We can get stuck in burnout. We can get sick. Like, and you may recognize that from my voice today. I've, I've come down really quickly with um, a bit of a head cold and 
it's something that's really kind of prompted this episode because it's recognizing, okay, so did I manifest this? Did I bring this into my world? In some aspect, I must have. Is it because I was in need of rest? Is it was because I was in need of time out to really recalibrate and reconnect with what was important to me? And so it's given me the opportunity to really reflect and the opportunity to really look at where I might need to adjust my work-life balance so then I can actually be more productive and can be more effective with my time so that I'm not burning out. Okay, so the first one, procrastination. Now, I could possibly do an episode on procrastination, a full episode, but I, so I will just not go into it too far today, but I really want to touch on it because it's usually one of the first signs. It's usually one of the first things that you recognize that starts to play out in your work life before you get to the point of quitting and giving up. So I really want to just point that out first. So recognizing how often you're procrastinating and you know, procrastination can be many different things. It could be that you're really unclear your, uh, on what your next steps are. It could be that your goals are a little bit imp- impotent and they're not really motivating you to keep moving forward. It could be that you have a lot of fear when it comes to the outcome that you're trying to create. So it could be that you have a fear of being seen, a fear of being judged, a fear of failing, or actually a fear of success. So just recognizing whether that's actually what's causing the procrastination, but it could also be a need for stress relief. So sometimes we end up procrastinating because we're so overwhelmed or stressed or something in the moment of doing the work that we then procrastinate because we need some time out. And look, procrastinating by scrolling through social media um, or eating or, you know, whatever it might be that that are actions that aren't necessarily serving you. It's really good to recognize that and go, okay, so how could I utilize This time, if I recognize that I end up procrastinating at 11 o'clock in the morning and two o'clock in the afternoon, and then again at four, like recognize that those are the really key times that you actually need to schedule breaks because you need to be able to take some time away from your computer or away from clients or whatever it might be. You actually take some time to schedule some breaks. So you do get that actual relief and some downtime. So then you can get back into being more productive. So first one, procrastination. The second one, which leads me perfectly into that is scheduling downtime and breaks. You know, like I think when you're early on in business, you're really scared to take holidays, but it's so important that you do schedule time out and schedule time off social media and you schedule time away from clients and then you can recuperate and rejuvenate and and get back to the reasons why you started this in the first place. So recognizing that where, and I like to schedule breaks throughout my day, like I just mentioned, like recognizing that your brain can only work in 45 minute blocks. So making sure that you give yourself five minutes after that 45 minute block to get up, walk, walk around, do a push up, do star jumps, like do something active to actually change your state. So then you can get back into a more productive state and then recognize that, um, you know, you need to take care of yourself during that time as well. So recognizing that you need breaks for lunch, you need breaks for coffee or whatever it might be, or just to walk around the block. I know that if I start to procrastinate really badly, I know it's time I need to move. So I get out, get out of the house and actually like, I'm lucky I walk, work from home most of the time, but I will actually get out and do a walk around the block. Or if I'm going to see a client and I feel like I'm not in the right headspace and I'll actually get there early, go for a walk around the block where they live or, you know, wherever we're meeting and actually that way I really find it really helps to clear my mind so I can really get into a perfect state for my client. 
in, in a coaching business, it's so important that we're able to disconnect from the last client to really create this beautiful space to hold space for the next client. So I find these breaks are extremely important in my line of work. Recognizing that you need to eat at regular intervals. So I know this sounds silly, but sometimes we get so busy we forget to eat and we're not taking care of ourselves. We forget to drink water. It's really important that we do that and take those take that time to really honor what is important, what keeps you productive, because how else are you going to gain energy? It's really important, right, to take care of yourself in that way. And really honor, the next one is really honoring your switch off times. So if you say that you're going to work nine to five, you switch off at five. If you say that you're going to work on the weekends, but it's, you know, you, you set yourself time because when you don't set yourself time, you end up working the whole day and you may not necessarily have been really productive, but you could have possibly have spent two really solid hours getting something done to then walk away feeling like you've achieved something, you've accomplished something, and you're able to then go spend some downtime. So then when you are actually working with people, with clients and really important tasks, then you are actually on the ball and you're there and you're focused. So schedule time throughout the day, schedule your tasks, schedule your breaks, work, work in like, if you feel like you can't take long periods of time for holidays, schedule long weekends. That's something to look, look forward to and really take that time. I know that I cannot get through a whole year without a holiday. That's insane. I know that every six months, if I haven't had, like, I have to have a really good two, two week break every six months, but I know at the three month mark, I make sure that I've got a long weekend away or something that I'm looking forward to. So that it's actually, you know, you're working, you're not working to live, you're living, you know what I mean? Like actually live your life. And sometimes when you're so caught up in creating a successful business, if you, you forget to actually live your life because it's what you love to do anyway. So it's not necessarily working. But it's important to take care of yourself in that aspect. So making sure that you're scheduling in downtime. Scheduling in time off social media. In this day and age, I think it's so important that we do that to give our mind a break from that constant scrolling and that constant instant gratification of the likes and the follows and the, you know, all of those things that are not necessarily great for your mind because it's not actually achieving anything. It's actually just instant gratification of, a like, like it's technically a like is not a sale. It's not getting you anywhere. <laughs> so really recognizing that it's time to honor what's important and schedule that throughout your day. The third one is burnout. Re- understanding what burnout is and how it happens is a really good first step. So obviously noticing that procrastination is a good lead up to that and recognizing that you may not be clear on what's important to you. So then you're procrastinating, which then can turn to burnout. So burnout often happens when we're constantly doing things that deplete our energy. And I say that because it's important that you notice what they are. Because if your genius is focused on working with people, yet you're spending so much time on data entry and admin and you know, creating websites and things like that, and that depletes your energy, then just recognizing that. Because if you could are consistently, like I know for myself, that like I gain energy. I'm an extrovert. I gain energy from people. And when I'm around people, I am more energized. When I am by myself, yes, I always need downtime and away from people, but it's not as energetic. So if I was to be locked in a room and was told to do data entry for the rest of my working life, I would go mentally insane. I just am not. It's very, very mentally and emotionally draining for me to do numbers work, to do hardcore data entry, website, like 
all of that type of stuff is absolutely depleting of my energy and not really the best use of my time. So I am aware of that. So I need to recognize that if I'm spending more and more time doing that, then I need a lot more time outside meeting people. I know that I am the best in front of people, with people, in any aspect of with people. So I I know that for me. And if you're the opposite, then maybe you need to recognize that what you're doing in your work life, your your business, where you're spending time that you doing tasks that actually energize you. The other way burnout happens is when there's no boundaries set in place and when you're constantly doing things for other people and you're constantly doing things that are outside of your values. This is really important because it, and you may notice it because if you've ever experienced burnout before, were you doing things for you? Were you doing things that were in line with what you wanted to achieve or what was good for you and your health? I can't imagine the answer would be yes. I can only imagine that you were putting yourself in situations where you were constantly doing things for other people and you might have been even going completely against your values and doing things that weren't exactly you know, right for you. And we find ourselves in that time getting even more stressed, even more anxious, and we're constantly busy being busy. And we wear that badge of being busy all the time and not being able to set boundaries by saying, you know what, I actually need time out. I need to not work on a Saturday or I need to take a week off, whatever that might be. And just, we, you know, get back to who you are and what is important to you. Because you may not need to go to work on a Saturday, but you think that that's, you will be judged if you don't, or it might be, you won't be seen as working as hard or whatever it might be. Noticing that that will lead hundred percent will lead to burnout. If you continuously go against what's good for you and you know, within your heart, you know, within your body, what is good for you and what's not good for you because you can feel it. And the more that you tap into that intuition and recognize it and start honoring it, the more things will show up in your space that are good for you. And it will actually start, you gain, start gaining lots of opportunities that are right for you in alignment with what you're trying to create. So recognize when you might be doing activities that could lead to burnout. Is procrastination going past that and actually doing things for other people and doing things that really don't light you up and don't bring you energy? Is it really constantly depleting your energy? Just noticing those aspects of the daily tasks that you do, or if you're constantly working, you know, you say yes to a certain job, you say yes to a certain client that you know doesn't feel right, those types of things, because it's going against what you know is right for yourself. You start, that's when you start doing things and every time you do it, you start resenting it. And that constant emotional flux that's going on in your mind is causing the burnout because your body will start reacting in stressful ways. It will start boosting cortisol, right? It'll start, which is a stress hormone. It'll start boosting all these things because you go into state of fear on a regular basis, right? Anxiety is a form of fear. So you start going into states of anxiousness and states of fear which then trigger different hormones in the body, which are not really not great for your system, not really great for your health either. So really recognizing that as well. And the most important one is noticing when you're giving up, noticing when you're quitting, 
This is the skill. This is so, so useful when you understand and you notice what your giving up is. And that comes down to what words you use, what language you use, right down to the actions that you do when you notice that you're giving up. So this is going past the point of procrastination. This is actually, you know, it's not just those five, 10 minutes that you're losing here and there with procrastination. It's going to like two hours, three hours when you're putting things off that you know you need to do or you you know, you have to do all you're choosing to do. And it's giving, getting the point where you're actually talking yourself out of it. Your, your language and your mind is really defeated. And you're to the point where you're almost blaming other people, not taking responsibility and bringing yourself into that victim state of it's not fair, or why do I have to do this? Like that type of language. And it could even go into like delving into overwhelm when you really Ah, at that point of giving up, you complete, you feel completely overwhelmed and stuck. So, you know, it's past that busy and stressed stage. It's completely stuck into that um, overwhelming experience of feeling like you're underwater or feeling like things are just piling on top of you. And so I want to share a little story with you. And this is because when I first, um, about a friend of mine and it was fascinating because I literally watched her go through every stage of giving up on herself. And to me, it was so, I was so curious to watch it happen because I wasn't giving up on her. And let me just tell you how it played out. Basically my friend, a friend of mine had a task that she needed to complete to finalize a course that she was finishing. And it was literally a two minute video and she was procrastinating. That's how it started off. She was just totally doing everything else, but And she told me that she was going to get it done by that night. And I was cooking dinner. She was at my house and I was cooking dinner. And I was like, hey, don't you need to do that video? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I will. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. And then like 15 minutes later, I was like, well, what if you get it done now before dinner? And then wait, wait, it's already done. And she was like, oh, no, look, I haven't really. Oh, I don't know. And then she went into confusion states, right? I've gone, no, I don't really know what I'm going to say. I don't really know what I'm going to do. And now I know you might be thinking, well, video can be scary for some people, but this girl, she is a queen of Facebook lives. She could jump on Instagram and do a video tomorrow. Like it's like, or today it's so she's constantly doing videos and it's not like, it's not something that's scary to her. Like she actually quite enjoys that interaction on the video. So I knew that it was not a difficult task for her to do, but it was just something about this task that she had told herself. And she was basically went through these stages of giving up. And so it started as procrastination. Then it was a state of confusion of, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And that language, recognize that language, right? She was telling herself that I don't know what's what I need to do. I'm not really sure. And so I, this was, this was the thing, right? I knew she needed, all she needed to do was do that video and she would have completed her course that she'd been doing over two years. And I was like, babe, this is all you need to do. It's the last step. It should be the simplest step for you to do. And yet she was putting it off and putting it off and putting it off because she didn't believe that she was worthy of the qualification or she didn't believe that she was worthy of putting this video out there. And for whatever reason. And so she went through these stages. So she went through, like I said, procrastination and then confusion. And then I noticed her saying, oh, no, I'll do it tomorrow. So that was bargaining, right? So she got to the point of bargaining. I'm oh, I'm too tired now. I'm not really feeling it. I haven't done my makeup. I haven't done my hair. Oh, I'll look terrible. And I was like, cool. So go do your makeup and your hair. <laughs> You've got time. You've got plenty of time. And then she was like, oh, 
no, but what if I do it tomorrow? I'll do it. Like, I'll get up first thing in the morning and I will do my hair and my makeup and I'll do it straight away. And, and then, <laughs> and then she literally was like, I was like, well, okay, cool. So why don't you just practice it? So then when you get up in the morning, you're prepped and ready to go. And she was like, oh, I guess I could practice it. And so then she was like, okay, so I've got to figure out what I'm going to say. And so she sat down and she figured out what she was going to say. And then she, I could notice, I noticed again that she was procrastinating. She put the TV on. She really was like not chatting to me anymore. I was cooking dinner and she then was like, I was like, Hey babe, what's going on? Like, are you doing the video yet? Like I'm about to serve up dinner. And she's like, Oh nah, look, we haven't got enough time now. I won't do it now. Uh, I'm just, I'm actually feeling like I've got a bit of a headache and I just, I feel sick. Like I just feel sick. Like I, I, it's, I think it's best if I do it tomorrow. And she was, that was literally her stages of giving up. She recognized that she went through the process of procrastination to confusion, to bargaining, to literally giving up in every state. So lack of time and using all those excuses, right? I don't have time. I don't feel well. My hair and makeup are not done. Like going through all the excuses. And I was like, cause this is the type of friend I am. <laughs> don't let you give up on yourself. I was literally like, nah, babe, you got to get it done. You're not getting dinner until it's done. <laughs> and so she was like, oh, come on. And I was like, it's a two minute video. You talk on Facebook lives for 20 minutes to an hour. Like it's going to be easy. You've written it out. You've, t- you've put it up on the wall. Just get it done. And so I was like, here, let me video one practice run and then we'll do a proper one. And literally like I got it a stand up. We recorded a, a, um, a practice run and then she got all this confidence and then when she went and she actually did her hair and makeup and then she came back and then she did another one and then she was like almost done and then we did the third take and it was done it was completed we uploaded it we sent it off and she completed her course and it was so fascinating to watch and it was wasn't until after that I was like do you did you see what just happened like do you recognize like is there any other area of your life that you actually give up on yourself like that and she didn't understand what I meant. And I just explained that the, the steps that you went through to give up on yourself, that convincing, that language that you used about too tired, too sick, don't feel well, haven't done this, I'm not prepared, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing, really confused, like every step of the way, there was an excuse to give up on yourself. And the reason I share this story is because with one person backing her up, she got, she got it done. So I am all for tapping into people who are going to support you in your dreams, tapping into a mentor or a coach. It's going to help you stay accountable for what you say you're going to do, but also to recognize it for yourself. Notice where you take care, where you actually give up on yourself. Where are you not putting in a hundred percent Are the areas of your life where you go, Oh, I'll just do this much. It's good enough. Like good enough. Is it always good enough? What's not good enough for you? So if you're not getting the results that you want to see in your life, in any area of your life, start to recognize where you're giving up on yourself and what your quitting looks like. Because see how it went through stages for her. It could go through stages for you too. And it's up to you to back yourself, to not give up on yourself. And when you start to recognize those behaviors and those learned behaviors of excuses and confusion, and I don't know, and, and you know, bargaining, recognizing that so then you can change it. Because when you do, that's where 
all the procrastination goes away. That's where the scheduling starts to really work for you. Where burnout is not even a thing. It's not even in your realm of thinking anymore. Because you don't burn out because you take care of yourself. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. As much as often I hear that that being said in the personal development you know, realm, it's something that I think people from the outside look in and go, taking care of yourself is a really selfish thing to do, where I 100% believe it's the opposite. It is actually selfish to not take care of yourself. Because when you don't take care of yourself, you don't show up authentically. You don't show up the best version of yourself. You show up tired and exhausted and frustrated and irritable. And you don't make the best decisions then. And you're not the best friend then. You're not the best employee. You're not the best boss. Like every aspect of being the best version of you comes from taking care of yourself. That's not selfish at all. So I hope this episode has resonated with you. And if it has, please share it across to a friend or family member that you think will benefit from it. And if you do feel so moved, please take a screenshot and share it on social media so I can see your takeaways and let me know what you thought of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And here's to taking your life to the next level. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life Podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.